I think that another thing to think about is sort of appreciating that what they're going to start off doing isn't their background, isn't their skill set. So just understanding that it is going to be a lot of trial and error and things aren't going to go smoothly from the very beginning. There's going to be a lot of teething problems, a lot of learning. Growing a successful trades business isn't about you being the best on the tools. It's about how you profit, plan, prepare and prosper so you can create a business that supports you and your family. Welcome to Profit First for Tradies. I am your host, Katie Crismali Marshall, and this is the podcast for tradies who are ready to transform their business from a cash-eating monster to a money-making machine. Let's dive in. Thank you very much for joining me today, Verity, from Tradie Wives. So glad to have you with me on the podcast. I would love you if you could just do a little bit of an intro into who you are and what you do, please. Um, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, so I run a totally accidental business called Trady Wives and it started as a Facebook group to help me with my husband's business. So I sort of saw my husband struggling a bit. He's a landscaper felt like I could add value because my background is marketing and advertising and started helping him in the business. I had no idea about the industry, about trades, not a clue. So I really wanted to connect with other women sort of doing a similar role to what I was because I felt like there was probably others out there. And yeah, started a Facebook group to learn how to hire an apprentice and what accounting software to use. And I thought no one would join, but it very quickly went up to now I think 21 thousand women who are all there supporting each other and um, going through the same challenges and sort of learning from each other. So yeah, it's been, it's been a wild ride. And how long has that group been? Uh, I started it in 2018. Five-ish, almost yeah. five-ish years, something like that. Yeah. But a group of 21,000 in that period of time that is a very active group is no small feat. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And when, if you, so just tell us a little bit more about what you started to do with your husband's business to help him out and how that, how, how did that go? Yeah. <laughs> you can imagine, can't you? Um, so first off, I sort of, yeah, I, I sort of would watch him on the tools all day, come home absolutely exhausted, people calling him, him not wanting to call anyone back, paperwork was everywhere. I don't know if he'd done his taxes for about five years. Um, it was just, it was a mess and he's so talented at what he does, but the business side of things, he just, he didn't want to do it. He didn't like it. And, you know, he really struggled with it. So I thought, okay, I can maybe take some of the pressure off, start helping with just organizing everything. You know, we needed a new accountant because his one was just terrible. Just like get social media going, get the website going. And yeah, so I sort of started off slowly, maybe like one day and then it started, you know, it was going really well. So I ended up doing it full time. There were definite teething problems with that. It was difficult because I was quite stressed learning how to do it all, trying to find the answers, trying to find out how to hire everything, sort of jumping into a bit of a mess, having to try and sort it out. But yeah, look, it, it had its challenges, but in the end, it was very worthwhile. And how long, if you had to estimate, were the challenges for, for the bulk of those challenges? 
That's a really good question. They were probably six months because I really felt like, you know, it came with finding a good accountant, finding a web designer, getting everything in order. And it sort of takes a while to learn things. Like we zero implemented that. It was quite difficult to learn, particularly me. I hate numbers. So it was challenging for me. And just to get into a groove of who does what, who can help you, what you can sort of take on and sort of get a feel for the role and actually what it is. So I I do probably think it took six months to sort out. And what do you think if you had to say what would the the major challenge was during that six month period, what do you think that would be? What it was for you? Uh, for me, bookkeeping, hundred percent, hundred percent. I hate it. I've always hated numbers. Don't understand it. Learning zero, trying to work all that out. I found bookkeeping was very challenging, but also just being in business together. I suppose, sort of working together, trying to kind of define each other's roles. That was a big challenge. If you could share a lesson, was there one or two things that you did to make that work? In terms of the bookkeeping, I quickly got rid of that. So while I wanted to understand it and have a bit of an idea about how it all worked, I didn't want to do it. I just didn't want to risk making the mistake, ending up in jail, probably all of us. And (laughs) And that's a really, really good point because um, we were mentioning this just before we started that I talked to so many tradies who have palmed off the bookkeeping to their wife or partner who has no history nor training in that and then just expects everything to be done at the level that it should be. And while bookkeeping can be simple in parts, it is very easy to stuff it up, not realise and then get yourself in a bit of trouble all of a sudden. So that's what we want to try and avoid. So for all of those listening, all those tradies listening, who think they can just palm that off to their wife or partner and really encourage you to have a conversation with the wife and partner to see if they actually have any interest in numbers and doing that. And if they don't, then please hire a specialist to do that because like Verity just mentioned, you can get in a lot of trouble very quickly, but you very quickly identified that was not your strength. It was never going to be your strength and you decided not to waste any of your precious time on something that you knew was never going to be fun for you. So many people don't do that. So that's a huge congratulations because that would have saved, I would have assumed, taken a whole lot of stress off your shoulders and also the comfort in knowing that your numbers are done correctly is like... Yeah, it's invaluable. Yeah, absolutely. It's invaluable knowing that, having that pressure off, knowing that it's in the hands of a professional and you don't have to worry about doing something wrong and you know, the ATO aren't the most lenient of people a lot of the time. So no, it was definitely, definitely a weight off my shoulders to outsource that. And, and in that as well, Katie, like you were saying, I think it's so important to be able to play to your strengths too. I didn't like bookkeeping and I wanted to get rid of it, but I loved the marketing side because that was my background and I really enjoyed doing it. So I think as well, finding the strengths of what you do and don't want to do is really helpful in that role. And I would assume that that playing to your strength would have helped your communication, would have helped define your roles, and then would have that made made that initial period less bumpy once you decided that you were going to stick to your strengths. Absolutely, absolutely. Hmm. And with the communication and the defining of the roles, 
Tell us a little bit about how that worked for you both. Like what was kind of the process? Was it more you both had a discussion around it and decided on it or did one of you take the lead? How did that process look? Yeah, it was um, it was trial and error. We didn't we didn't have a discussion about it at all. I think I kind of took the lead because Craig's very easygoing, so he's sort of just like, okay, whatever, whatever you reckon, like I'll leave it to you, which is great. Yeah, I took the lead with you know what I recognised needed doing, and then just sort of playing around with it, like just trying things out. Okay, I don't like that. I'll move on to something else. And I think for me, not getting overwhelmed with having to do everything all at once. Is something because I felt like I just needed to do it all. I needed to have it all sorted. But, you know, just finding a bookkeeper and accountant or finding someone to help you with your website, like they're big things. They're, you know, they're, they're relationships you build that are going to help you, you know, so much down the track and finding the right people to help you and to, to do that. They're really big things. So, yeah, so I think it's just a matter of trial and error, really. And then with regards to finding those key partners, so the accountant and bookkeeper and so on, what did that process look for you, look like for you? How did you find those people? Yeah, so basically this is how the group came about, the Facebook group, because it was really hard. Like it was, originally I was going on Google, just Googling accountants in the area, web designers, and I didn't really know what I was looking for or who was good. I ended up emailing a couple of local landscapers asking for their help like hey do you guys recommend you know this or you know how do I hire an apprentice or who do you use and no one ever wrote back to me and so I was like I wonder yeah I wonder if I start this Facebook group if you know anyone will join and I can kind of like ask questions and we can sort of go through these challenges together and and yeah that's sort of how it took off where we sort of like started the Facebook group we're asking questions and then very organically I saw a need to have a directory where you could go to web designers, accountants, business coaches and have people there that particularly for me it sort of came apparent that I needed to have people that I could really trust on there to to give the members a really good experience because it is quite daunting reaching out to people in the beginning and um, and yeah, it's really important to have people who I can trust to, you know, provide a really good experience to the community and yeah, so it, it's really been great to have other tradie wives around to to ask advice from. And I think that's a really key point that I talk about with my clients all the time about asking questions. Even when you don't know what to ask, just start asking some questions and start getting a little bit more information because then you can ask a better question and that just continues to snowball until you're really able to ask really great questions because being able to ask the right questions yeah. to the right people is going to be able to get you the right answers and that's going to save you money and time and all of those sorts of things. But what I see happen is people just don't ask the questions because they don't know who to ask, yeah. so then they do nothing yeah. and they're still in the same situation. So it's one of the things about the group that I love that you have is people can ask questions in there and sometimes like you can clearly tell if they're new to business or whatever else, but then when people come in and respond, they'll help them craft a better question, I guess, so they can get a, a better answer. So the lesson to everyone is always ask the questions, even if you feel like it's not the greatest question, just get started and always reach out to, to other people around you. Find that group, find people in a situation similar to yours so that you can grow together. 
because I see it so often, it's like they've been in business for five, 10 years and haven't just been too afraid to ask questions. And they're just in the same spot, doing the same things, same problems as they were five years ago. And that's not what we want to happen at all. And there's no such thing. I think you're right. Like, and I was the same too. You're so worried about asking a stupid question or you feel like you should know the answer. And you're right. I've done that too, where you've just not done anything because you're worried and you think I should know this. And you kind of just, you kind of just freeze and you don't do anything. And then you get even more stressed. So I remember once when in the very beginning, asking a question in the group, I feel like this is a stupid question. Like I should know the answer to this. And I asked it anyway. And so many people jumped on like, oh, that's a great question. I want to know that too. Or, oh, I've done this, but I'm not sure if it's right. Let's see if anyone else has the answer. And I was like, oh, she just asked this in the beginning. Exactly. And one of the things I tell my clients is some of the time, even when you ask the question, that then prompts the answer. But if you don't ask the question, you're not going to get that prompt. So just... I'm anyone who has ever talked and worked with me knows I talk, I harp on about asking questions all the time. Don't be afraid to ask questions. So, and as you say, that group came about because you wanted somewhere to be able to ask the questions and get that support. And it does that beautifully. What I would love to know is with how you work at the moment in, um, or how much work you do in Craig's business at the moment. And then what has come from the Tradie Wives Facebook group? As you said, there's the directory. And what else is, uh, what other services are there for those members? Um, yeah, so I'm still obviously doing all Craig's back office work. To be honest, that has slowed as Tradie Wives has grown. She likes to remind me of daily. Um, <laughs> it's like. Uh, do you remember me? Do you remember how this all started? Like, I still need help, and I say to him, "Craig, he's gonna have to hire someone." <laughs> um, this so, is a really good point, though. Yeah. And has the wife or the partner, if we have an interest, or if we have a business idea, or if we have a job that we want to go back to, just because we are helping our partner out through a period of time, doesn't mean we need to stay doing that if that doesn't make bring us joy as well and that's something also I'd love to highlight that it's perfectly okay to grow another business or to go back to work in a, in your previous positions or whatever it may be you don't have to be saving hubby's business for the rest of your life absolutely and I really think as well you have to have your own interest because that that helps the business itself I think when you're in each other's pockets and it's always about the business relationship you know the kids it's like it's a lot so to have your own interests or your own your side business or whatever it is I think that is so important to your well-being and and how well the business operates and I think like you were sort of touching on there is that you sort of have to want to do it I feel like you don't feel like you have to do it if you don't want to there are so many people out there that can help and you don't want to be in a position where you're resenting doing what you're doing or it's causing you too much stress because it's just, yeah, it's just no way to live. No. And then that stress, as you say, spills over to the family and the relationship and all of those things and then everything is a disaster and that's that's not what we want. We have, um, you know, those in trades businesses have enough things to juggle with staff and materials and all of that type of thing. We don't need to add anything else on it and I think it's something that, many don't realize is that there's other solutions out there 
yes, it's great if your wife and partner can be helping out, but that doesn't have, that's not the only solution if it isn't enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. In terms of the other question about the what other services are there, I was just going to say we do have the directories and then we also have from that a business academy where we do monthly masterclasses from our directory partners so we get experts on to do training in certain areas where I feel the group needs it. So I sort of scan the group and see what the hot topics are of you know people's biggest pain points and then I'll get uh, a professional in that field to come on and do a masterclass over in our business academy um, and talk through those issues and, and try and find a resolution. And I think that that's been really valuable too, to actually have that sort of monthly training. And we also get together once a week for a virtual coffee with that community. And it's nice to kind of just catch up with people and feel like you're able to have that kind of virtual face-to-face interaction. Because I feel like as well, when you are thrown into this kind of role, it can be quite isolating. And it's nice to be able to have that connection with people too. And I think that's key. If you're not sure if the admin bookkeeping marketing side of the partner or husband's business is for you, then joining the group, jumping in on these sorts of things is going to help you give you the education to then let you make a better decision around it. So, oh, I don't like it now, but is that because I just don't like it or because I just don't have enough knowledge so it feels really awful to me? get the knowledge. Again, you don't have to be the expert, but just take those steps to be able to make a better decision around it. And then also you'll have more information to be able to, when you, if you decide to hire people for different parts of the business, then you've got more knowledge around it to make better decisions as well. So I just wanted to finish up with one final question. If you could give though our listeners, so if um, whether they're the tradie or if we have any wives or partners listening, Actually, one piece of advice for the tradie and one piece of advice for the wife or the partner. Um, I'll start with the tradie first. And I think it's got to be, if you're thinking about working with your partner in the business, I think that another thing to think about is sort of appreciating that perhaps like we've talked about, what they're going to start off doing isn't their background, isn't their skill set. So just understanding that it is going to be a lot of trial and error and things aren't going to go smoothly from the very beginning. There's going to be a lot of teething problems, a lot of learning. So just be open to perhaps outsourcing different parts of the business that you were hoping to keep in-house for the sake of sake of everyone's happiness, I think, and, and just be very open with, with communication. Awesome. To the wife, I, yeah, I really think just don't do much put too much pressure on yourself. I think it's sort of jumping into that role. You know, it is going to be most of the time brand new. So just, yeah, just be easy on yourself and don't do things that you don't enjoy and, you know, surround yourself with with other like-minded women because there's so many people out there willing to jump in and support. So you don't have to do it all alone. Excellent. And your Facebook group is just Tradie Wives, so they can search up that, join that plenty of people there. As I said, it's a, a group that has lots of discussions in it. It's very active, which is super helpful. So don't be afraid to reach out and join that group. And if you are already in the group and haven't reached out and asked questions in there yet, then I highly recommend that you do take that step. Awesome. Thank you very much, Verity. So lovely to have you on here today. I just wanted to get another angle and another side rather than me talking about business all the time and just give some of our tradies who are listening a bit of a sneak peek in what 
it's like to be the partner of or the wife of our tradies. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Katie. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Profit First for Tradies. If you want more, head over to profitfirstfortradies.com.au for the show notes and the links to today's free resources. And if you'd like to learn how to become a permanently profitable tradie and eliminate your cash flow problems, join us in the Profit First for Tradies Facebook group where I share tips, resources and trainings so you can save time, save money and save your sanity. You can learn more over at profitfirstfortradies.com.au. Catch you next time on the Profit First for Tradies podcast.